two, three, four. In this podcast, you will be here. Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader. Includes, but is not limited to talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the junk that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of they are divided For equal, sequel, hate, and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired And their time is up So here's the Knights of Vader Impressive Most impressive Big thank you to Anne Superiority Complex for providing our theme song. It is April 17th, 2019. My name is Zach Weber. I am joined by Zenger. Hey, how's that crow you are going to be eating later? Sweet, sweet, delicious, feathery crow. And I have not age of myself, but still Eric. Hide the kids, hide the children. I am back for my obligatory uh, tri-monthly appearance, you could say. You haven't been on in a while, Eric. Uh, I thought we were trying to do like a three-month structure. I'm trying to think. The last time we had you on was what? For like Clone Wars Saved was announced? I don't know. Yeah. No, we kind of did like some sort of Disney Plus talk, but it kind of was nothing. And now we're going to have more of that in like today. November. No, but no, we actually have content to speak about. Yes, Speaking we actually have content. Um, so, so, Zach, is it something you want to talk about now? Are we going to talk about the Star Destroyer thing again? Oh, yeah, we're going. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, we're, okay, Zach, are we co- <laughs> Okay, I have to admit, after last week's ranting, that it's trend it's trending more and more towards the fact that it's probably Imperial Class One Star Destroyer and not a Venator Class Star Destroyer. Hell yeah. What is, what is this again? <laughs> in the tra- in okay, I'll, I'll explain it. I got this. At about 250 frames into the trailer. <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking on the frames. I have no clue. But um, at a point in the trailer, there is an A-Wing on fire flying by. And you see a ship in the background that I said obviously was a Star Destroyer, Imperial class. And Zach, in his foolishness, uh-huh. said that it was obviously a Venator class. What, what, for the Rise? Yeah. There was, a, there, was a, there was an A-Wing in there? <laughs> Eric's, from, Eric's like, we're arguing about what type of Star Destroyer, and Eric's like, A-Wing? There's no A-Wing. There's not a single A-Wing in that movie. That's a Y-Wing. Huh? I don't even... <laughs> it's it's all right, Eric. Uh, you're on the Star Wars podcast. We'll put you maybe into the filthy casual category of the No! <laughs> I'm out of the, I, I've been out of the game, but now I'm back because there's Star Wars content I like. I think it's fascinating that like I have all the things that have caught on with this stupid podcast, the term filthy casual is like the most synonymous now. I find that fascinating. <laughs> a term for non-Star Wars fans. It's like what? That's like the, the Star Wars equivalent of muggle. I don't know. I'd push for normies personally. I just like saying peasant. I like saying, <laughs> I like saying normie. Normie, filthy casual, they're all synonymous. Um, but no, so I, I still say, obviously, I think Zegner and I can both agree there's a red stripe on this capital ship. There's right? a red something. Something's red on it. But it's still weird that we've never seen a Star Destroyer kind of decorated that way before. I'll leave it at that. Now, the funny thing is, I watched several other things, um, and I did not show them to Zach, because they were either promoting somebody else's agenda, like saying they're 
I don't know why, but they're claiming that their first order Star Destroyer, which is like, that's ridiculous. The the um, command area is much wider on a... God, the amount of knowledge I have on Star Destroyers is astounding. So wait, what she's saying is there's a non-First Order Star Destroyer in the trailer. There's a Imperial... Possibly... I'm only saying possibly because Zach's on here. Yeah. If this was just me, I'd say there's absolutely an Imperial-class Star Destroyer with red accents for some reason. Not First Order, though, right? No, I, I don't think it's first order. But makes you want makes you wonder though. I, I was thinking about this too. Is uh, is is uh, Uncle Palpy? Is he really the guy behind the first order, or is the Empire also sort of there too? And it's kind of a different faction, I guess. Kind yeah, of? they have they have star destroyers with red accents on them for some reason. Yeah, or the other thing, and that video did bring up a good point. They might be repurposed by like. Yeah, yeah. Faction, and I'm like, you know what? That's a good point, and that could explain why there's red accents on it because they're repurposed because they're in fact, older. In fact, I'm surprised. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't do that. I'm surprised like they, there was no like resist New Republic sort of like repurposed uh, Imperial there, machinery. There, there was in Legends. I know yeah, exactly in Legends. You, um, so I was expecting to see it here too. They, I know they got a hold of a few of the Super Star Destroyers in Legends because there was a ton of them in that. Yeah, yeah. And I know they got a hold of it. This is absolutely ridiculous because what are they, the size of Manhattan? Oh, uh, no, they're big. Oh, my gosh. I, I looked this up before. No, I remember talk, seeing, talk about I remember, something else for a minute. I'll do seeing, my. I remember seeing a diagram where it's like basically the size of Manhattan. This is the weirdest Mandalorian conversation yeah, I ever expected. Do, do another conversation. No, it's it's, it's, it's all right, though, because we're talking about the, the New Republic. You know, that's kind of the time the Mandalorian takes place. Yeah, sure. It's it's all making sense. It's it's all connected, man. All right. Hashtag it's all connected. It's all connected. All right. Well, Zenger continues to do something that I lost track of. We are talking about the Mandalorian, the flagship program for the Disney streaming service, Disney Plus, coming out November twelfth, twenty nineteen. During celebration, Star Wars celebration, they had a panel. They brought out the cast. They brought out Dave Filoni, John Favreau. It was, I guess, a, what. We, they already announced that Pedro Pascal was playing the titular character, but we also were officially announced to call, uh, Gina Carano playing Cara Dune and Carl Weathers playing Grief Karga. And they had basically, they, they kind of gave the crowd or the people that were actually in the panel a lot of information. And if you were at home live streaming it, you kind of got the middle finger. Except for the fact that pretty much every piece of footage they showed <laughs> to the audience got leaked online Joke. into in great quality. Jokes. So. Jokes on them. Well, yeah, it was it, great, great, quote-unquote, great, great in potato uh, standards. Well, it's better than nothing. It's compared well, to, like, I mean, it's like, guys listen, listen, listen uh, there's, yeah, I've, there's been, like, Hall H things way worse than that. Oh, yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah. But, no, so we finally kind of got our first taste of what this show was going to be like, other than, like, blurry set photos. So, uh, no, it's nice to actually get a taste of something that's coming out in about seven months. Superstar Destroyer is 19 kilometers long, which translates into 11.8 miles. A regular Star Destroyer is 5,249 feet, which is just under a mile long. So if again. Manhattan is 11 miles, then yes, that's how big it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know how big Manhattan is. Pardon <laughs> me for a second. 
All right, well, okay, Zach, you go look that up. Zach just keep punctuating this episode with little like factoids no, about certain <laughs> things that tie into the Star Wars universe. Yeah, you know, we gotta have we gotta have her PSAs uh, before and after commercial breaks. Exactly. The more you know with Zanger. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, all- Man- Manhattan is. Um, oh wait, that's. Pardon me. Continue. <laughs> I was gonna say though, it's Lord. like. Uh, I, I don't mean to be like nitpicking whatever we should in fact be grateful that the footage leaked at all, but it's like in the end it's like you probably could have you probably could have uploaded that sizzle reel. You well, could have. I had to watch this on somebody shaking Yeah, me. it's like I, the the, the, <laughs> the TV footage, I the like the actual episode footage I get, but you you could have uploaded that sizzle reel. Um it is longer than Manhattan Island. Really? Manhattan Island is 2.27 square miles uh, in area, which is 13.4 miles I guess, long. I guess that's the diagram I saw. I remember some kind of comparison between the super. It's showing that it's bigger. It's probably showing it floating over the city going, look at it. Yeah, yeah. I've lost know. control, folks. I've lost control of the podcast. No, but what do you what do you agree, Zach? It, it was kind of like you you probably could have shown you probably could have well, I, I know why they didn't upload it. Because okay, everybody has to look at this because I know like and even I can't either, either way. Wait, we... uh, 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 wait, hold on a sec. Let me finish my thought. So I fell into the trap of this too, where the, the rhetoric was going around that day, like, oh, like they're rewarding the people that are that are in the panel, but not the ones at home. And I don't think that's the case. What this was, this was a case of the Disney marketing team prioritizing things. Clearly, they wanted the only headline to come out of uh, come out of that weekend. To be about episode nine, they didn't want the Mandalorian sucking the oxygen yeah. out of episode nine space. That's what it was. They weren't doing it to be malicious. I guess think about it. It's I mean, I mean, marketing I, material. Also, like, to be fair, the fans did deserve something. It was like snowing in Chicago for crying out loud. Yes, it was blizzarding. <laughs> and I think it's funny. I, I, I remember when they announced that when they were going to do it in Chicago. I'm like, that's the dumbest decision possible. Why on earth are you having a Star Wars convention in April in Chicago? Yeah, I get those um, nerds are having that deep dish pizza. Those sales are through the roof. <laughs> anyway though welcome like, <laughs> thank you zanger uh but no that's kind of the reason why i think they did not want anything stealing the spotlight from episode nine yeah, because i remember you were kind of in the stress like for a bit there well i think it's kind of, i think it's like you said yes eric they could have given us the sizzle reel. No, it's like, i remember on twitter you were kind of in the stress at first yeah, well, I'm annoyed because, again, as somebody who has to host a podcast and had an entire episode planned around Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need something to chew on. Hey, yes, I mean, I was going to be on that podcast, too. Yes, yes, you were, and see, it came to fruition. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, when I don't get footage, and obviously it leaked a couple hours later, all of it. So, no, I was content then, but for someone who – I can't discuss a, a TV show where I don't have any footage. I can't talk about Cowboy Man's hat. It's like yeah. – it's like, know, okay. It wasn't even his leak. It was just that people had live streams and they were too lazy to turn off said live stream as they said, turn off your camera. So they just kept rolling with it. Like I could have seen, like if anything, I'm surprised, like if they're really so no, put that camera away. They they just like, they just like put it into their code or whatever. So the camera isn't on, but then they put it back out after it. What they should have done was got Harrison Ford to just run around grabbing people and shaking them and yelling, stop filming this. (laughs) Stop filming this, or else they're gonna bring me back, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, after what happened between Darth Maul, Palpy, like there's a very real chance that Harrison Ford is still alive in this. There's no. a very real possibility. No, He's come on, crash his plane into the ocean this time. <laughs> 
Harrison Ford, we find out like Harrison Ford kills himself because he doesn't want to be another one of these movies. <laughs> be surprised. Oh god. Oh god. It was, yeah. Anyway, though, uh, that sort of morbid humor aside. So what? Obviously, we all watch the footage. No, they, um, they, you see, they trick him and say, "Harrison, we're doing <laughs> Harrison, we're doing Indiana Jones five. You like Indiana Jones, don't you? Yes, I do. I actually enjoy doing Indiana Jones a fair amount. All right, all right, put on this uh, vest, put on these boots. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What? What is this? What, what are we doing starship. here? Wait, this isn't the same movie. Stephen, what? What is? What is this? Takes him oh that God. long to realize it. I mean, he's getting up there in age, you know. They, pro- they probably could try to pull a fast one. Maybe <laughs> he's senile enough. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're we getting there. Him get planes. We're getting, we're getting there. You know, uh, you know, maybe maybe a little uh, drink to soften the deal too. That would probably. Oh my help. God! Oh man, they're, they're drugging poor Harrison Ford now. All right, Eric, what do you think of what you've seen in The Mandalorian so far? I loved it. I think it was, you know, it was kind of what uh, I was looking for. And it was kind of like the Star Wars sort of thing I always wanted to see. Like, you know, like a good old, good old Western, a little gritty, a little, you know, you know, like I said, Western and everything, you know, a little more, uh, you know, small characters sort of thing. Like kind of like, I guess you could say Rogue One-ish. One ish, but it's still even smaller stakes than that. You know, it it also kind of harkens back to what is this uh, Star Wars Underworld, the sort of thing they were trying to get going. You know, it's kind of it's kind of actually actually probably has a more similarities than they probably care to admit. And uh, you know, um, John Favreau. You know, I think I think he's like the type of filmmaker that always should have been like with this new uh, era of Star Wars in the first place, because, you know, yeah, like, Star Wars should probably be handled by, like, the John Favreau's, the Ron Howard's of the world, you know, sort of those, like, more, like, you know, known people, but it's, like, you know, they'll give their own thing, but also respect Lucas because, uh, you know, they, they've known him for a while and everything like that. And uh, Carl Weathers in Star Wars is pretty dope. Like, uh, like that's that's some good cast. Like, that's the sort of thing that, might get my dad to actually watch this thing. Also, John Favreau too, because uh, you know Rudy <laughs> and Swingers. Oh yeah, no, I think it's interesting. It's a good point you bring up about the idea of like having someone to shepherd in the new era of Star Wars. Like, think about it. John Favreau clearly has his finger on the pulse of what resonates with today's audiences, whereas like Ron Howard was able to do that like twenty years ago. And and clearly, Ron Howard doesn't have that same grasp of the pop culture zeitgeist as a John Favreau. Does. But even still, you know, what I'm saying it's like he's sort of like the more the old school type, you know, and he's, he's friendly with Lucas and everything like that. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think so exactly. I think Favreau is much more like the, oh god, like I, I think Favreau's friendly with everybody. From what you hear, he's a rather nice guy to interact with. Yeah, but like I said, like he's the type of he's the type of filmmaker my dad still like likes and respects. Well, that's what I mean. I think I think Favreau understands audiences, and he also understands how to work with a studio. Yeah, like again, he knows how to play ball. He won't get fired. Well, there was Iron Man too. Well, that yes, and I've heard the stories about that. That he thought that was going to destroy his career. But it's it's the idea that clearly Favreau between Jungle Book. I think about it. He was doing both this and The Lion King at the same time. 
Yeah. Like he was juggling both those. And yes, Lion King, he doesn't have to be on set. Right. Pretty much just him just sitting in a chair <laughs> directing shots. It's, it's like the red lift. It's like the red letter media thing, like of Ready Player One. I like the skit where it's like, you know, how much work did Spielberg do? And it's Spielberg. <laughs> and it's like Spielberg's like, I hey, just put the thing on the computer. Ah, no, no, it's not that. He's like, Steven, what, what's your what's your plan for this scene? Ah, leave it to the computers. <laughs> Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, and that's what it is. Like, something like Lion King doesn't require him to go anywhere. He just sits like in an he office. Just sits with a bunch in a chair, and looks at a camera, B camera. Exactly. Drinks his coffee. Yeah, and that's why he's able to do things like this. It's it's not the same sort of like directorial duties that you expect like on a film that has to be on location. This, this is why he was able to direct the pilot of CBS's Young Sheldon while The Jungle Book was in production. Did he really direct the pilot of Young? Yes, Sheldon? he did. Why? That's a, that's a thing that happened? Yes. Uh, why? That might be the weirdest instance of the show? Mandela effect. No, no, it, 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 it's real. You sure it's real? Yeah, that, it's sounds real. Like, like, that sounds like an urban legend. Some Hold on a second, I got it, I got it. Zanger, if that is indeed true, please edit the Wikipedia page. People don't need to know that. <laughs> the, world, the world doesn't need to know this. Change it to Alan Smithy. <laughs> I can't believe I'm typing this into my computer. Change it, virus. To, change it to that other John Favreau that always comes up when I'm trying to look for him on Twitter, the political oh, comments. Political. <laughs> yeah, he did it. I like that. The, the less talented John Favreau. Oh, good luck. <sighs> All right, Zinger, while you look Ep- this up, what'd you- oh, I, I got it. Is it true? Episode one, season one, titled Pilot, directed by John Favreau. <laughs> good Lord. Production number T12.155. Okay, we, we, don't, we don't need that much information. I hope he got a fat paycheck for that. I hope he actually doesn't like that show. I hope nobody likes that show. Apparently, After it's been appa- renewed for like four seasons. It's better than, apparently it's better than Big Bang Theory because it's more... That's, not a, that's not a hard thing to overthrow. No, because listen, it's more. It's actually like more narrative focused. It's not like a complete sitcom. It's like actually more of like sort of a storytelling sort of thing. It's not like it, there's no laugh tracks, I don't think. No, everyone do yourself a favor and go watch, like, on YouTube, like, um, Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory cringe compilation? With, no, wait, no, Big Bang Theory without the laugh tracks. Oh. Like, the, the, the jokes are just them spewing together nerdy, like, Oh, my words. God, I can't believe uh, what's, uh, uh, who's, what is it? Pinkie Pie had sex with Doctor Who in the DeLorean. Wow. Weirdest Mandalorian so, episode. <laughs> a very spot on um wow though from um oh my gosh i'm forgetting his name now too okay enough big sanger what do you think of the footage <laughs> of the mandalorian enough of this um well it's kind i i i have an ongoing bet with myself that he's never going to take off the helmet dread i hope i if, if that happens i'd respect pedro pascal forever like you know he, uh, he seems pretty dedicated to this role too, so I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls a Carl Urban and never takes it off. Because so I think it adds more to the character. It it does all that. Um, I think it's interesting what they're doing. There's a lot of stuff. I I think I watch. I don't know which thing I watched. <laughs> I might watch the wrong thing too. Funny thing is, if he took it off, like, he'd kind of look like uh, what is it? That famous picture of uh, Boba Fett with the mask off in Return of the Jedi, where he has like the where he has like the porn stash and everything. Yeah. <laughs> nice um so what do, you no, think you, what do you mean you watched the wrong thing well no i watched what? them like all talking like with the directors and stuff and they kept showing little clips but i know that there's something else too yeah there's like seven minute scene 
Okay. Because I watched them like being like, oh, we're going to have Taika Waititi. And after watching Iron Man, I mean, not Iron Man, Iron Man. Uh, Thor, Thor Ragnarok, I'm like, ooh, cool. That episode's going to be weird. Yeah, and it, it probably is going to kneecap all the motion and everything. <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be fun. I, I think that this is a good series. I'm yeah, I'm, 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 excited. I'm, I'm excited too. Like, but I'm I think- also. Also, very excited that this will not have a conclusion; that it will just get canceled, like to be or honest, just end because because a cowboy hat dude never can complete a series. You know, honestly, I'm surprised if they could get Tyke in this. I'm surprised they didn't just say, F- "It here, you go, Kevin Smith." This, this give it time. This, this is, yeah, this no, is, you, you, remember, Eric. Yeah. This is the Christian server. You can't use that language here. Damn. Yeah, you can't say Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, we fell. I fell right into that one. He promotes the weed. <laughs> He's too busy shooting um the Did reboot of um James Give it time, he'll be you there. You should. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. All right, Zenger. So you said you didn't. So what part of this did you watch? <laughs> I, I watched the thing where it was like the it was all the directors talking and and Cowboy McHat guy was there and he was excited and I'm like, oh god, no, not him. Why, 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 what's up with, why do we not like, uh, Yeehaw? No, I like him. I just know if he's, in, <laughs> I just know if he's involved, this series is going to just all of a sudden end out of nowhere with wolves. And we're going to have to have another series that they start. That's going to have to explain stuff from this one. It's all right. We have Favreau. I like that. We, do. we have Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I, I saw like them talking about, it. they had a ton of scenes with them, like shooting stuff, like first day of production, like. I saw that, and it, and it had the bar scene and stuff that everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's how it begins, but then there's stuff after that. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm just watching it. I also saw the... Um, but listen, did, did you the, see... The, the IG-88 stuff, too. Yeah, that... Because I'm like, that's cool. That's impressive. It's not IG-88. It's it's his younger brother, IG-11. No, no, no. Is this a no, thing, no, or are you just making they, a joke? No, no, it's no, real. no, no, no. They said IG-88 was in it, though. No, but they said that one that we see in the trailer is not. It's IG-11. He looks black, though. I'm telling you what the internet told me. That's a Taiko Waititi-voiced one. It's IG-11. Oh, yes. I'm pissed. Yeah, give IG-88 that sicko mode moment. And have him talk like Korg. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. I'm already excited. So you said the only thing you didn't see is like the, the like the full like scene with the Mandalorian going into the bar talking to Carl Weathers and, and then, then going what, to Werner Herzog. Yeah, yeah, and then seeing uh, the uh, the mo- yeah. I mean, I I can only take so much vertigo from watching someone not being able to hold a phone straight for five seconds. Yeah, in fact, you know, off top off top for a how Zach, how how well was the uh, end game thing? Was it like was it like terrible? Like. <laughs> Oh how, God! We're going no, back no, how to is, the end game thing again. How is how is the quality of the bootleg? It's it's Someone guys filming a screen. I have. Do you want to see it? I no, I don't. I don't want to see it. I just want to know if it was quality. Like I just saw. No, like a I told you there was an usher piping the guy who was filming it. Oh my God! I can't believe we're talking about this, Eric. If you're not Wait, good, really? you, if, Eric. If you, oh, I, I just saw a screenshot of it. It's like that. It had like Arabic subtitles or whatever. Eric, yeah, if you're I'm not going. good, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold you hostage in this podcast. I have the share screen with the leaked footage playing. If you don't stop getting <laughs> off topic, I'm going to ruin Endgame no. for you right now. I will ruin Endgame for you. And there is something in this that's going to make you angry if you see it. Like, oh, me too. Angry, angry as in like it's a bad decision. Of well, the I don't. I I can't. 
uh, prophesize what you'll like and dislike about it, but the fact that you'll know it ahead of time, you won't like. You yeah, will not enjoy the fact that it gets spoiled. So remember, prop- I have it on my screen right now. If you get off topic one more time, I'm going to uh, use this against uh, you. No, oh, no, I no, all right, but there was there was something important we were saying before this. We were talking. I, about oh yeah, yeah, about, about about the scene. Yeah, and and the, yeah, he's walking away in her and then you see the mo- the monkey lizard uh, on the charcoal yeah, being roasted. Yeah, on the pike being roasted. No, like I said, no, it's okay. So my Real, thoughts. That's practical effects. Well, it's it's like it's like we never left. <laughs> is is it that the you're not wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. The Comic Con real sets practical effects. It's like we never left. I honestly don't think there's a single person on the face of this earth that hates the sequel trilogy more than Mark Hamill. <laughs> I honestly think he hates. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford once again takes no, 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 no. He's happy that he's out. That's what I mean. Harrison Ford's happy that he's finally dead. And he got paid like $20 million to die. So he's happy. No, Mark Hamill hates these movies more than anybody else does. But anyway, though, back to the. I think think he had fun with Seven, probably. Yeah, he had to show up to work for like five minutes. He got paid probably like $5 million. Before his dream. Yeah, and get like third billing? You know, he gets first building. He's literally first build in that movie. Damn. No, wait. First, no. Harrison Ford is first build. He's second build after Harrison Ford. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, though, back to the Mandalorian for like the fifth time now. And I like to apologize to our audience that you're like a half an hour into this and we've barely talked about it. No. After watching all the footage for this, um, I was I was never super excited for this. I remember when we had like Eric on back like last July. And he's like, or no, no back uh, November, November. November. Yeah, back like in November. And he's like, I'm so pumped for this. And I'm like, meh. And I have to say, like, don't get me wrong, like making a Mandalorian TV series is, is essentially a license to print money. Anything with the Boba Fett helmet, it's like, OK, you, the Star Wars nerds just, just dump money on you. And yeah, after watching the footage, like this is like really nifty. Like I, how I would imagine That's a mighty fine film you got there. Well, yeah, it's like like what I'm looking at here. It's the idea that, like, it, like you guys were saying, there's like it's lowered stakes. It's not the fate of the galaxy every episode, which is something that like was happening with Rebels and Clone Wars at times. Where it's like, oh, if we don't stop the Empire here, they're going to sit there and do this, and this will destroy the rebellion efforts. Whereas this we feels like we can only hope, kids. We can only hope. Yeah, because like the thing that's the most interesting about this is that like, oh, it takes place five years after Return of the Jedi. They've confirmed that, and it's interesting that like clearly, if you've read the aftermath trilogy books. Like the Empire or the Empire proper has retreated into the unknown regions, like doing that kind of like licking their wounds. Whereas you still have the Imperial remnant that's still kind of floating around the galaxy as like holdouts in certain, I guess, galaxies or systems. And I think that's really cool that you have like warlords that somehow just have become like filled a power vacuum. And that's clearly yeah, what, that's what her happened. being. That, that's yeah, what and basically like, happened is that. The Empire left, the Rebellion was, like, basically in, like, pieces everywhere because they just had to beat the Empire. So, I mean, yeah, there's going to be people that filled in and even Imperials that are like, well, the Empire's gone. I'm going to take over in this place. Yeah, or it's like, I bet I bet there's probably going to be a lot of or in the thing. Like, you think those Stormtroopers were on a payroll or were they just still, like, loyal to we'll the Empire? We'll bring back the Empire ourselves. I don't know. To be fair, Werner Herzog seemed pretty chill. I like how his character was like, "You ain't gonna bring back the Empire, you won't kneel." He wasn't like that. He was like, he was like pretty chill. He was like, "Listen, listen, you know, 
you won, but are you know at what cost are you well, are, you, re- well, are you really safe now you know well, i like i like that he was not like foaming out the mouth cartoony though but that's the thing that's interesting that's about this time no no <laughs> but that's why we have enough cartoony stuff in star wars but I, I, we have general hux we don't need any more corny stuff in star wars <laughs> than general hux no 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 or or or, or the one in la- the 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 fat one in last jedi where he he gets all mad about the shields or whatever you know what I'm talking uh, about? Like, oh, yeah, the, the one general. Yeah. Fix the shells. Yes. Anyway, though, back to Werner Herzog. No, I think the thing that's interesting about this is the whole idea of, like, you don't know, like, like you guys were saying, the, the stormtroopers in Werner Herzog's, like, office, they probably were former Imperial stormtroopers, but they probably, like, okay, the capital ships probably left them and just never came back. And so they figured, okay, obviously we need food. No one's going to feed us and just provide shelter. So as long as we have our armor, we can be like hired security for gangsters. And that's been the thing that's always interesting about Star Wars is that like if you've been reading any of the EU stuff, or, the wait, wait, hold on a sec. The Empire was always like the Empire let the criminal underworld flourish because they could use them to their advantage when it came to things that they didn't want people knowing at large. And then basically what it's alluded to in this and other post-Return of the Jedi ancillary media is that the New Republic didn't like the, cri- the, the criminal underbelly, but they had no means of combating it because like it's kind of laid out in some of the books, they really didn't police the galaxy. And Mon Mothman may have made a very big point of like demilitarizing the New Republic. So you did have this thing like where the New Republic kind of was starting to do what the Republic of the prequels did. We're like, okay, as long as we have stability and not like blatant tyranny, we're willing to kind of overlook like slavery and all these kind of shady things happening in, in the dark corners of the galaxy. So no, I, I think that's interesting. It'll be fascinating to see what happens to star Wars post episode nine. If we even do get stories that take place post episode nine, like in books, comics, things like man, that, we, man, we haven't even fleshed out post episode one yet. <laughs> you mean you mean post episode six, right? No, I'm talking about episode one, like that one comic book where Anakin and Obi Wan well, are chilling on the steampunk planet. I like well, that but, a lot. Well, there's 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 okay, we but we have a general idea of what goes on during that period. Yeah, I guess. Where we have like where it's just the whole idea that's interesting. It's like think about it. It's now been over what three years since the Force Awakens, and the t- and that thirty years between Jedi and Force Awakens is more or less still empty. Yeah, and I'm, I'm and I'm glad they're doing the early time. Like it's still like oh the original trilogy armor, the stormtroopers, and everything. You know, uh, I'm glad I'm glad it's not like uh, you know uh, like first order. Res- no, yeah, like resistance where they're going there is like what what is it? Uh, the kind of the the Empire original tr- trilogy ish sort of things that all died with uh, Jack Who, right? Well, no, because the whole thing is like in the aftermath trilogy was that like yes, Jack Who was like the final like stand of the Empire proper, but they went and like again they went into like the door like they went into hiding basically like you yeah, know, they find the, the superstar destroyer the nether regions and whatever yeah and that's kind of and that's going to be the big thing that ties into episode 9 is like what happened with the empire when they were kind of like in the darkness and nobody knew what was going on with them for so many years yeah yeah um no it's i think Palpatine that's there, like, it's all going according to plan i have foreseen it so uh, so you wanted us to lose then torch every planet we had then basically lose some more and then flee to the outer. Yes, it all went according to plan. 
But yeah, but I think Eric's got a good point there. It's like the idea that we we are seeing like what would happen in this world when like think about it. like we saw like on like Rogue One, it's the idea like okay, you have like an occupation of like all these planets and whether like even in Solo, oh, like someone no. like Ben Bond. What? We're not gonna get a star destroyer in atmosphere in this series. Well, you might. I think about Ooh, it. Like, I would, yeah, that I would actually would be cool. But what I'm Maybe trying to say red markings. You know, it's also um what is it? <laughs> Oh God! Sorry, no. Go back. We we talking about with Rogue One again? No, but like, okay. What I mean by Rogue One is like, think of like what like what the Empire was doing. The Empire had like an occupation of like every single planet of like in the oh God, the inner rim, the mid rim, and the outer rims. Like things like hmm. think of um oh God, what like what was it in Rogue One? What's the planet they find Jyn Erso on in Rogue Jetta. One? Jetta. No, no, oh, not Jetta. Uh, uh, uh. Prison Planet, uh, Info yes. in, in PrisonPlanetInfoWars.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a deep cut for somebody. Somebody in the audience right now is dying laughing, just like they're in their office somewhere, just banging the desk laughing. <laughs> um, okay, yes, Zenger, look it up. Look up all the planets of Rogue One for me. Oh, God dang it! Okay, and like it's like that. Like think about. It. Imagine if you were an Imperial stationed on a planet. Wait, wait, are like we that. are we talking about the opening scene or? Uh, yeah, well, not Rogue. The no, the one where Jyn Erso is like in the clo- like the clone turbo tank planet. One planet. The farming, the farming one where no, not uh, the far- Not when she's a kid. When she's okay. when, when K2, she's grabbed K2 by K two S O and he's like, yeah, so congratulations, you've been huh? Yeah, so infowars.com. That that one. Sure, infowars.com. That's the official planet now, folks. Jenger, please edit the Wikipedia page accordingly once you find it. <laughs> I'm working on it right now. Um, no, but like, think about it. The Empire had all these like, stormtroopers, freaking planet stormtroopers on different planets. And imagine, like, there wasn't a star destroyer in orbit for every single planet they occupied. So think about all these like legions of stormtroopers that like the Battle of Jakku happens, and all the, like all the like the the Imperial star destroyers are pulled during that sequence to go fight there. And then once they've lost, they go hide into the to the the, the unknown regions. Yeah, yeah so you yeah. have the ones all that survive. Yeah, so you have all these like imp- like imperial again legions left on these planets, and what do you think they're going to do? They're going to run out of rations, so eventually they're going to have to figure out a way to kind of make ends meet, and they end up working for people like Warner Herzog. And I think that's a really clever idea to have that be the setting of like what would happen like when you kind of there's there's a power vacuum, like you were saying, Eric. Like what happens in that in the Star Wars universe during a power vacuum where the Empire is no longer the steady presence, and the New Republic kind of just doesn't care and doesn't have the resources to kind of fight any of this yes it's like what favreau was saying it's like the reconstruction era of uh, america post-civil war yeah th- yeah that's perfect actually when i heard that i thought that was a really clever way of describing this yeah, timeline Fa- star favreau, favreau's a smart guy yeah but it was really funny during that panel he had on a, a 2001 space odyssey t-shirt and it's, it's a funny. shot of the, of the monkey like banging like the bones on funny the ground thing. Weird thing is though, it's like I looked at like his social media after because I wanted to see if he posted anything. Oh, it's me at Star Wars Celebration. I looked at some things from like Lion King, and then he's wearing that same shirt, chilling with like Donald Glover. Oh, really? Yeah, oh same my shirt. God! How did we wait? No. Um, Are you still looking up the planet? How hard yeah. is this? No, because I, I freaking it's you know it it pro- it might I just want be like verse, I it want, might just I be like sources. letters it might just be like letters and W-O-B-A-I-N. numbers. It's not that they say they actually give the name in the very like title of the movie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because it's W O B A. Well, Bonnie. Well, Bonnie. Well, Bonnie. Um, 
Any, so any, hard about that. Anyway, though, also, it's like we talk about like stormtroopers. Like, I wonder, it's like also kind of like within Editing like, you know, Wikipedia page. Within, yes, like, prisonplanet.infowars.com. You know, in in like historical context, too, it's like, you know, you in like you'd have people that would wear like, you know, like <laughs> Soviet uh, Soviet armor or whatever, and they bust down the door and be like, oh, give me, you know, you got to give me your money and everything like that. Like, but, you know, they were just, uh, they were just like criminals and that sort of thing, but they put on the uniforms for uh, you know enforcement and to uh, you know get ahead. In, well, yeah, uh, like like Beckett in uh, Solo, like essentially the idea of criminals kind of imper- not impersonating though, but just the idea of using that kind of like built-in fear factor to their yeah, advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're telling me that we got? Oh no, we're not doing this. <laughs> yes, we're not doing Alex this. Started, you know, no, no, Alex is out telling- east. No, no, I'm <laughs> okay. shutting this down. No, go back in the cage. Go back in the no. cage, Mr. Jones. No. He back broke, in your cage. Break the conditioning, Alex. No. Back you. in the cage. Break no, the back in the cage. Not until next April 1st. You're not let you're out You're going to find lever to beat these people. No. Right. Absolutely not. Back in the, back in the, on, back in the cage, on, Mr. Man. Jones. Come on, man. He's already been censored off every website, Zach. Well, he's let being censored. Sa- he's allowed let, one. Let the man no. speak. Let the no, man he's speak. Allowed, he, he got his one one episode to speak. Every year he gets no. April Fool's Day. It's all right, Alex. Go go back to Rogan. Can you please it. return back to the netherworld of the Force, Mr. Jones? Well, I'm going to go back there with our with our beautiful leader, Emperor Palpatine, who has returned. He'll listen to my stories. Go, can you please go back to the netherworld of the Force, Alex Jones, without the E? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. We love you, Alex, baby, though, but can you please go back? <laughs> so, Werner Herzog, he is like an ex-imperial general, I guess, I, right? I don't think so. I think he's, I think he's a crime lord, from what why, I can tell. But then why is he, like, kind of into the Empire? It's like, the Empire gave stability to all these people. It's like, are you really safer now? But, you know, what he, it's kind of like what I was saying before, though. He's saying, that, like, the Empire, like, if you were on the, like, you could bribe Imperials to protect you. It was like it was a corrupt government. So like as long it's kind of like what happened. Again, Eric, have you seen Solo? Or are you still boycotting that? Uh, I've I've, I've wikied it and stuff. Okay, so you don't know specifics though. But it's kind of like what happened in the beginning of Solo with a uh, lady Jim Henson worm creature, and you have uh, Moloch. It's the idea that Moloch like, from oh, Mortal the, Kombat. Uh, Moloch from Watchmen. Yeah, um, get that reference. So, like, basically, like, when, when Solo and Kira escape, Moloch and, and, and Lady Worm person could, like, the Imperials knew, like, were in cahoots with them, and the Imperials would help find sure. renegades and people that would escape. That's what it is. I think that, and that's what Werner Herzog means in his narration, that the Empire provided stability. It was a constant. And by taking that constant out, it created yeah, it's a like, you know, you know, it's like, loose. You know, it's like the trains ran on time, I guess. Exactly, and that's kind of what happens. You have you have the crimes of the kits that start to fill that void, and it'll be interesting to see: Are we going to see huts in this? Are we going to see the hut, the hut cartel, the Pikes, Black Sun? Man, I rem- I remember. If I feel like every every like Star Wars movie, I remember I remember like every Star Wars movie at this point had rumors like, "Oh, the hut puppets are on set, guys." Like I every one, surpri- I swear. I wouldn't be surprised there was a hut puppet created for Solo and it got scrapped. I remember it. Thank God. I, re- I remember it for Force Awakens. I think I remember it for Rogue One and Solo, of course. I never, I never heard it about Force Awakens or Rogue. Yeah, One. I, 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 I remember hearing it, man. <laughs> but okay, people are. Gonna, it depends on where you hear the stuff, though, because like anybody, like, I can yeah, say it right now. Sitting at a terrible angle to film this. 
<laughs> oh, Sanger. Uh, but no, I again, I I don't know entirely. Like again, I could very well imagine maybe we will get like much how we got like the Pikes and Solo. We might get Black Sun in this. Something like that, obviously, because we heard because John Favreau said a couple of times in that panel, like, EU. "Oh, we are we are bringing a lot of the EU stuff oh, over." And when you think of criminal she, syndicate, she's like our, Black Sun, she's our baby. Yeah, she's our would be a fun villain to see in this. Do it. Uh, <laughs> all right, screw it. Throw in Dash as well. He's not a yeah. Fan. Throw him in there. Why not? Make him canon. Why not? More canon. So much honest, canon. To be honest, why not? Um, Make him be a canon. Um, like, what else could I really do with, like, EU-ish, uh, stuff, anyway? Well, you remember those tales, like, I would imagine if anybody... Tales from get, the Bounty Hunters are completely that, right. That's what I mean, like, if you want to guess what's going to be in this, go read those three books. Uh, we'll probably gonna, be able to discern what, what they're going to pull from. Are we, we going to get that thing where, like, Boss randomly found Chewbacca on some train and then he just got into a fist fight or whatever? Well, okay, this... Uh, <laughs> Maybe. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, but yeah, I, that, that sounds like something that would happen in a U book. Yeah, I, re- I remember reading that. Yeah, it's like in the New Republic days, like Chewbacca was on some like transport, uh, transit sort of thing, and he saw Bosk, and then it, it just got into a huge fight. Well, because um, the Trandoshans were usually the ones that enslaved the Wookiees, are yeah. usually the ones that like like trafficked in them. Isn't Bosk in this, by the way? He's supposed to be. Now, is this, like, confirmed? Like, how hard confirmed is is like, a rumor? Is this, like, a... R- rumor, and there's at least one Trandoshan in the trailer. All right, is this, like, a Jason Ward-level rumor? A little a little more I stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I think, I, I, from where I've seen it, it's, like, the like the Star Wars leaks page on Reddit. Oh, yeah, so it's pretty dubious. Yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised, though. Cause, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't like, be surprised. Den- Dengar's supposed to be in this, too. Apparently, like, yeah. all, like again, all the, the Empire Dengar Strikes baby. Back... Okay, I'm going to point out something. To be real I mean, to be fair, Forlom and, and Forlom can be in this thing. Of course, Dengar could be in this. Was Zuckus well, in this? Well, Zuc- pe- well, well, Dengar is the big question mark because Dengar is officially voiced by uh, Simon Pegg in the canon. Yeah, that's true. So they're going to get Simon Pegg to do the voice and, and hire another actor, or is he going to yeah, do both performances? You see, you could just put the cloth over the mouth, and uh, there we go. Yeah, but I can't imagine Simon Pegg being quiet about that. Because if they actually cast another act, like Simon Pegg would not just do a voiceover. He'd be offended by that. I thought he doesn't like this anymore either. Well, he's weird. Yeah. Simon Pegg is so weird. I don't know why people like him as much as they do. Uh, he's he's all right. He's all right. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's one movie. You he's can't right. coast off the success. Like the, like that movie wasn't even really was successful. Face was good. Sure. If you're uh, British. <laughs> I you know, guess it was a, yeah, was a Brit, yeah, British TV show. I mean, it doesn't hold much water here. Those stormtroopers look like. Well, they have dirty That's why I love it. So that's why I'm wondering: is that even like? Are they actually even like old stormtroopers, or did someone just find a garrison and just raid it and get the equipment from it? Probably a little bit of both. Because they don't look like they have standard issue um, weapons. Well, yeah, it's five years, and they're not going to have like anything. What their blasters are going to run out of charge eventually. Well, I'm, I mean, if they have, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I just find it interesting, and it wouldn't be too far fetched for garrisons to still be around. I just wanted to watch this and then. But I don't. Friends. But I don't think. But again, I don't think they're the empire. I think they're left over. I don't think no, it's, it's going to be like the imperial presence. There's no such thing as an imperial presence anymore. No, I think it's going to be old Imperials that have just kind of just taken over their the area because they're like, oh, it's an outer rim. 
they're not going to give a crap. So we're good. Yeah, the, 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 my superior officers will never find me. I might as well set up shop here. Or they, they've left. So I can just take over this area and it's mine. And I have, yeah. Yeah. you know, an entire starship of stuff I can do. Well, thing, well thing too, is that, like there's death troopers in this. God dang it. This person needs to stop. Just get a tripod. You peasant. Death troopers, the the, the the cannon death troopers, not the zombie thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, Eric, thank you. Because everybody, when I said that, said yes, the zombies. I mean, I mean that is, that was a pretty, you know, that was a pretty uh, well known book for a while. Like people always, the edgy yes. people always like for that. a solid two weeks. Everybody in the Star Wars fandom was obsessed no, uh, with the Death Troopers book. All the edgy kids loved it. Of course they did. When they weren't being dunked in the toilet, they were reading that book all the time. No, they're also playing. They're also playing Force Unleashed. There you uh, go. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Starkiller is kind of a dumb edgelord character. Uh oh, uh oh. You said you said the wrong words, Eric. <laughs> There's nothing to him. He's like, oh my god, guys, he's so cool. He holds his his lightsabers like backwards, sort you're of just, thing. You're just digging that hole deeper, isn't he? So deeper. Whatever. He's not, he's not canon. He can't hurt me. It's fine. <laughs> You keep saying that. You know what? Zanger's not going to let me have you on the podcast anymore, Eric. The way you keep speaking ill of Starkiller. Never speak ill of Starkiller. I mean, he was cool in Soul Calibur, I guess. <laughs> what does your foot taste like, Eric? You just keep putting it in there time after time. I don't, because I don't care, really. Oh, geez. Now he doesn't even respect your opinion, Zanger. Oh, I think he's cutting out. I think, I think <laughs> is, Star, is Mr. Star Jones breaking out of his cage again? <laughs> <laughs> I would, how would I do him for Star Killer? That's an interesting question. <laughs> what is that what? How would I do the the um, Star Jones towards him? <laughs> just, ye just yell at him. Tell him he's like propaganda for like Listen here. The, the new media. Or All right, media. Fine. fine. <laughs> I'm not doing it now. I'm gonna wait. Oh, good. Tell me something that's gonna come up later when you suspect it. <laughs> All right, so what? So what do we? So what do we think of Gina Carano in this? What's everyone's opinion on Gina Carano? I, she seemed pretty happy. I think they might have actually gotten like a good performance out of her. She seemed like pretty humbled. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. The few things I've seen Gina Carano in, I'm not thrilled with her. But yeah, she seemed she seemed to be a team player with this. I mean, you're part of a Star Wars universe. It's one of those things where who knows they're going with the movies. You might have a movie career out of this sometime. Or even better, a streaming service career. Yeah, we, have, we haven't even talked about that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Gina Carano, it seemed like she was pretty like happy and humble. I think she they might have actually gotten like a pretty good performance out of her. She seemed like really excited. But they didn't really tell us what her character is, right? Like always, we see her and the Mandalorian fighting at one point, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Do, okay, is he going to have a name in this? I hope not. Me too, but just wondering. Well, because okay, because they had they, they made a really big emphasis in the panel about the ship. The ship's called the Razor's Crest, and what do we think of that? Apparently, it's made out of an old Republic gunship from like the prequel era. Cool, yeah, it, it looks cool. cool. It looks neat. It looks like it looks like a really cool yeah, Star know, Wars. You ship. know what I, I like? I like that it's like a big like ton of. Uh, I like how it's like a big ton of mass. You know, it's like a lot of the Star Wars ship designs. You know, it's like especially like you know like smaller you know not like big uh military ships you know like they're pretty they're pretty sleek but i like how this one you know it has some mass to it you know yeah, what I'm it's, saying? it's yeah it's a cool design yeah i know what you mean it's there's there, it's, it, there's substance to it you can yeah, feel the you can feel the weight of it by looking at it yeah yeah i like that stuff 
I think it's really cool too. They even show like how they were like filming it. Yeah, like they, they were filming a model. That's that's, yeah, it definitely shows because at one point in like the sizzle reel, they show that footage, which is like composited with like the star field. And it's really like it, it's funny how you don't think about these sort of things, but we haven't had a shot like that since like like Empire and Jedi. You know, because it's like in um, the 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 films, it's like you know, sort of the real real sets, practical effects, that sort of thing was more of like a luxury. In here, you could kind of argue it's like they need to do that. Well, I think it definitely kind of enhances what they're going for. It, it creates more of like an like a more I don't want to say grounded, but it makes it more like tie in. Because, like, again, I know as much as, like, you were saying, Eric, and you were mark, uh, mocking Mark Hamill, it's, like, all this, re- like, real sets practical effects. It's like we never it's, left. <laughs> it's like we never left. It's not just building a set for the actors to interact on. It is something like they did with The Mandalorian, where, like, you actually create a physical prop, and you have a camera that has to film the exact same thing, like, 12 times. And that, it, there is so many, there's so much more to that than just, like, building a set. And I think Jar Jar Abrams loses loses some of that when he makes those comments. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like you know, it's like like I said, it's it's not exactly a luxury like here. Like you know, there, it's like I don't know how to explain it, but it's like in, in in a way, it's like it's more meaningful here than it is in some of like the sequel trilogy movies. Perhaps it's because uh, in uh, in the uh, in the films, like it seems like they're only concerned with uh, practical effects when it comes to sets and creature design. But, yeah, that's uh, what I mean. Like, like, yeah, like you said, like when like Admiral Haldo crashes into the supremacy, there wasn't nobody built any like physical yeah. models of the ships that you know of. No, oh, that didn't yeah. happen. I remember yeah. though, like when the Force Awakens trailers were coming out, and there was like the the one where it's like the Tie Fighters like spiraling down. Yeah, I, I remember people like, ah, that looks like a model. Uh, oh, well, that, well, remember, remember, like during that very first like teaser trailer for the Force Awakens in November twenty fourteen, people like, really the, thought the that Falcon. What? Yeah, how? People, People thought that was a practical, like, like physical, that's, like one. It's ridiculous. like no, like, no, it, folks. How could it do that maneuver in in that sort of way? And they could if they wanted to, but let, it would take let, an insane amount of time. Let, let alone practical effects on a planet's atmosphere. Well, yeah, like I said, like, like uh, they they could they can do okay, they, they could do it. They could do anything to be honest, but they could not. though. But it's just going to take a lot of time, and that's why even in the uh, the, the the thing. The, whatever you want to call it, the behind-the-scenes thing with the showing them doing that, John Favreau says, like, this takes a lot of time, effort, and money to do it, but they're allowing us to do it for some reason. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's it's cool, and it definitely shows, because even in that scissor reel, you can see that shot composited, and it stands out like a sore thumb, but in the best way possible. Yeah. It, it, it's just really nifty, to be honest. Like, I, I kind of, like, I'm kind of saying this is kind of like, forgive my term, this is kind of like the boomer, like, Star Wars product. That Disney, because it's like, you know, there's all these old fans of the series like John Favreau and like, you know, you have Carl Weathers in there and they're kind of using old school techniques. I, I don't think so, though. I think what it is. Well, OK. I don't, OK. I don't think Well, I'm trying to say, Eric, I don't think you're wrong, but I think what like, it is like, I, like, I, like I said, though, it's like I could kind of see my dad be interested in this because well, of this stuff. Well, yeah, certainly. I, I don't disagree with that. But like you look at like all the other like Netflix uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu, like original programming, and they all are just so slick and glossy looking. Yeah, and you look at this, and it looks so different. Not just from those, it's, but it's, from pretty much every other blockbuster form of entertainment. So it really has its own identity on a visual level. This is like how we felt coming off of uh, Daredevil at first. 
Mm, no, that was still kind of that. That also was very slick and overproduced. Well, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of going for like the noir sensibilities. Well, noir was more of a genre. I don't think I, I don't. I'm not talking about genre here. I'm talking about just how it looks. Like it's the idea. Like, I mean, it yeah. looked like a noir. Well, yeah, yes and no, but it's still it's not trying to emulate something from the 1970s. Like you said, it's it's. You're Is not. It? Kind of. I think it is because if you look at the shot of like you have the Mandalorian, he has his. Wait, wait, it, wait. Are you saying is or isn't? I think it is trying to. I, th- I think so too. It's trying to emulate the same filmmaking techniques from the seventies and eighties because you like you have that shot of the Mandalorian holds up his little I don't know something. He's trying to read something in the air on the snowy planet. He's walking down the path, and we see him walk into the bar. And yes, the bar is very. It looks again like an overproduced Star Wars set. But at the same time, though, it makes sense. And then when it really starts to kind of click, and when you see the Mandalorian walk down all these corridors where he eventually meets uh, Warner Herzog, that's where it really starts to feel like, okay, this isn't just your typical uh, cookie-cutter streaming service show like Stranger Things or, or The Tick. Or I'm trying oh, to think of one that's on like, or one that, what's, uh, what's a streaming show that's on Hulu? What's an original Hulu show? Uh, Runaways. Or, sure. Uh, whatever. High Castle. Sure. No, that's that's Amazon. Oh, sorry. Um, wait, Hulu. Um, t- to be honest, I Runaways. Whatever. This the the, um, the Bridesmaid's Tale, whatever it is. Handmaid's what? Tale. That's Hulu. Yeah. Man, I don't even know these shows. That's how cookie-cutter they are, to be That's honest. what I mean, though. But I think that's what they're going for with The Mandalorian. They're trying to give it its own visual idea. Like, put the Star Wars aside. Like, all that. I think they're trying to give it a visual identity all its, all its own. Because, yes, Disney Plus will have the, the Wanda and Vision show. Wanda? Uh, Wand, wait, no. Yeah, one division. It's like a. T- it's like, did Tumblr come up with this? Probably. It's they're like, also gonna have like. They're also gonna have High School Musical colon the movie colon no, the series. We, we will. We will not accept this film. <gasps> we will not accept this film. Why can't we just have like a revival? Why, why are we doing this? Sure, um, but I think that's what they're trying to go for. But I think the thing I want to ask you guys too is that what do because they have confirmed that. Come November twelfth, the launch date for the streaming service. All we're getting is the first episode. Hmm. They're they're not going to dump the entire series. At maybe once. maybe maybe you, but maybe me. Uh, we'll see. What do you, um, hey, what's that? What do you <laughs> no, I, I have no clue. I don't know. But but what do you think of the whole idea that like they're they're going they're going to hold it back? They're not just going to dump. They're not going to do a Stranger Things. I and just think, dump it all at once. I think it's kind of smart. And like I, I think it works case by case basis, but it's like you know, it's like you know, it's they don't it's, want it, people to just buy a month of it, it, it or do like, some you know, trial like, thing to where it's like, oh, get the first. Yeah, yeah. There's there's the commercial aspect, and there's also like it's Star Wars. You could you should kind of give it its time of day. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't just uh, dump it all on. You know what I'm saying? It should it should kind of be an event when an episode comes out. Well, okay, so, okay, I, I don't have, for the record, I think I've made it clear before, but, like, I don't not, I've never had Netflix, I've never had Hulu, I've never had Amazon Prime. Good man, good man. Yes, I hate these things. I, I have, like, I have a 300-plus Blu-ray collection and, like, a 1,000 DVDs. But with that being said, are they going to release, like, one a month? Or are they going to release, yeah, it's like, probably gonna be weekly. weekly? There's no way they're going to do one a month. If it's weekly, they're gonna. It's only eight episodes. They'll run out by the end of the year. Sure, I'm sure. It's holiday season, though. It's like everyone's gonna be watching it anyway. Yeah, but okay. Look at it this way, though. 
November 12th, The Mandalorian episode comes out. November yeah. 15th, Jedi Fallen Order. And then December 20th, you have episode 9. And then never mind, Clone Wars Saved is somewhere out in the ether floating around. Plus there's Star Wars Resistance. Probably, I, I'd say there's probably going to be early... Swing. No, there's not Star Wars Resistance. No. What's Star Wars Resistance? I like Star Wars Resistance. What? You like? I told you that. Oh. Not, not you, not... Eric Zanger knows. Oh. No, I, I don't think you have. Yeah, I did. I said I watched How? it. I How watched the finale like and I really liked it. Zach, it's, oh wait, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, the yeah. most it's like the most sequel trilogy, sequel trilogy thing ever. I liked it. It got better. Like the first like two or three episodes were like super cringeworthy. I'm you like, know what oh, I this can't... is a mess. And you it know, got I better. Can't... I can't I can't get over the multicolored armor. It's like, come on, man. What do you mean? Like the armor's so colorful, like Jesus. What what do you mean? By what armor? Like in, in resistance? Yeah, yeah, all the primary color armor. Of what the first order troopers? No, no, no the 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 resistance people like the oh yeah the first order troopers I guess too. It's like you know these have very primary colors and the thing is like pretty jarring. It looks more like uh, was it uh, Evangelion than uh, Star Wars when it has that colorful armor. Oh okay. Well, I, I think resistance. I think res- I don't. I don't think you know resistance what I'm talking about. Art, no, I do not. I'm not following you in the no, slightest. I, like, the gear and the armor of like all the characters that show very colorful. And it's like, but there's only like there's only like one resistance person, and it's Poe. I guess. I think you're talking about the aces. They're not resistance. Yeah, yeah, the, the aces or whatever. I don't, I don't. Re- the aces aren't resistance, and they're barely in the program at all. You know, what I'm talking. I, I, I don't, I don't watch the the program that much. There you go. See, so you, you have no right to crap on it then. No, but I don't like it because it looks. You can't dislike something if you've never watched it in earnest. Oh, that's a rule on this podcast. You can't dislike something just because you haven't watched it. Oh. If you watch it, then you're allowed to dislike it, but you can't just out of the gate dislike it. I watched the trailer, okay? That doesn't count. No, No, that doesn't count. All right. When you finally watched Solo, did you? Weren't you gonna buy the book and like you read? Yeah, I on? did, but then I got lazy because it's like, do I even care enough to read the book? See, there you go, folks. Eric's just completely disqualified his entire opinion going forward on this podcast. No, it's all right though. But going back to the Mandalorian, so what do we? Th- okay, I really I've only seen Pedro Pascal in one thing before, and that's in Kingsman Two: The Crimes <laughs> of Channing Tatum, and I thought he was really good in that. Like I really thought like, like that movie is horrible. And I thought well, like Pedro Pascal was like the only great part about that movie. There's got to be something else I've seen this guy in. Well, he's he's old too. He's like we're talking about we're talking about like Boomer Show like Carl Weathers like Pedro Pascal is like forty something. He's like thirty. No, no. He's, oh, he's forty four. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, totally, he's he's up there. He's up there. He's also in Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Oh as, God, I said comic as, book movie. Eric's good as uh, as Maxwell Lord. Sure. Which is pretty telling if it's a Wonder Woman uh, film. Oh Jesus! You know what you know what I mean, Zanger? Yeah. Um, why is he there? And how badly is his neck about to what, get broken? <laughs> what, what What did I get myself into, folks? Uh, what did I get myself into? Yeah, I'm. I'm glad he's finally going to be in a film, though. I remember he's going to be in that cut Justice League, uh, that canceled Justice League movie. But he's, he's one. The, uh, the George Miller. <laughs> and yeah, uh, that one. It, and that's, I where, that and, movie. and that's where Batman killed him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to back to Star Wars. 
No, but like Pedro Pascal's like he's a character and he's like he's a main character in Narcos. He had like a he was in seven episodes of Game wow, of Thrones. The first film he did was like in two thousand five. Jesus, this guy's old, but he 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 has a pretty uh... well. He, he's done a lot. He's more of a TV actor than a film actor. He, wow, like, he, he, he's done, he did a lot of like NYP. Wow, would, through Law and no, Order. There's no way he did he did the he did the uh, the Wonder Woman pilot of NBC. He was in that too. The Adrian Padalecki one. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's some strange fate. But he's been around for a while. It's just that, like, this is really like between like Narcos and like appearing in like things like the Game Homeland. of Thrones, of course. Yeah, like he's starting to like make a name for himself. No, I really, I've only ever seen him in in uh, uh, Kingsman too, and I really liked him in that. It's like when, I, like when the rumors were swirling before he was announced, like formally that he was going to be the Mandalorian. I'm like, that's great. I love, I love it as a choice. And it's funny. Yeah, he's, like, he's he's kind of like that old school kind of actor sort of thing. Well, you know, he reminded oh, me. Oh, he's that guy in Game of Thrones, the one that dies, just like all the others. And he'll be that. He'll be that guy in Wonder Woman as well. Spoiler alert: <laughs> uh, for a movie that doesn't come out for like a year and a half. I mean, if you read the books, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, sure. Anyway, though, so um, no, but like he doesn't have to watch his back. Yeah. <laughs> But even like watching the it's, panel it's, with him. Okay, and I'm not repeating myself again. In the panel with John Favreau <laughs> and them, and watching him like interact with all the other actors in his stories, he reminded me a lot of like Diego Luna, and just like the same like energy he brings to the thing. Where like mm-hmm. Diego Luna just like kind of like bursting at the seams with this like mm-hmm. bubbly infectious energy, and that's the same kind of. Like, I'm not saying he's going to be that in the show, mm-hmm. but I think I get that vibe from him. Like watching him interact like on like a press junket level. People can infer something when you say these things about these two actors that, um, you know, they have some similarities. Oh, man. Er- Eric's trying to shove the race car down my throat. <laughs> no, I just I don't I know. No, but I think I'm not doing it on that level. I th- I'm doing it more like on the charismatic level. Yeah, I, I, I agree. They're so, like, bursting at the seams I, I, again, that they're here. Again, they're, they kind of represent old school Hollywood in a way like... Uh, yeah, like, they're kind of, you know, like that old sort of character, you know, very... You well, know, I think... You know, but I think it's like a weird like juxtaposition where like I know people like on the internet, Eric knows this component of the Star Wars fandom quite well. The ones that say like Ruin Johnson instead of Ryan Johnson. But like you have like people You say George Abrams. Well, I say George Abrams because it's funny and because oh. I, I don't have respect for I, again, I, I am JJ has me hooked for episode nine, but I still like he burned me once and he burned me bad. So like I, I'm still kind of leery. But I think it's interesting though, like you have like actors like Brie Larson, who goes out of her way to disenfranchise people oh. and is deliberately abrasive oh. in press junkets. Yet oh. you have someone like, again, Pedro Pascal and the Diego Lunas that are just like, oh my lord, I'm so happy to be here. And it's weird, like how like w- like one kind of actor has a genuine kind of contempt for what they're doing, and the other one's like, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you for like like coming out and being like enthusiastic to see. Yeah, me. I can't I, 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 yeah, like 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 a Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly, like that, like that same sort of like again infectious bubbly yeah, energy. I, I, I like those people. I like those kind of people. Yeah, we need more of those people. And in this day and age, to be serious, we need more of those people. Um, yeah. that's yeah. what I mean. That's why. That's why I'm really kind of excited for him, and that's why it's kind of like, oh, it's like, like it's kind of like what happened with Diego Luna. Like Diego Luna is like this, like really just bubbly guy, like in interviews, and then you watch Rogue One, and he's like the like the least corny person in any of these movies. Yeah. The character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad he's gonna get another shot to do something. Did you find it interesting? There was like no, they they did not like even reference well, because, that at all. Because, because because they, you know, we got to take with things one step at a time now. 
Yeah, but like they had that panel with Alan Tudyk, and no, like no, like even a like well, again, well, crumb I mean, of information you know, came out I mean, of that. Well, you know, you know, it's like Mark had his every, you know, every celebration. Mark used to have his stand-up routine, but uh, you know, it's not like he was spilling details about uh, episode seven or episode eight when he did. Yeah, I, I get that. Though. I love like, those, by the way. Like those are great. Like it's literally Mark Hamill doing stand-up, and I love it. Yeah, but like I said, I, I think it's just interesting that we had an Alan Tudyk panel. But like to be fair, though, like I get it. They want to space these things apart, but at the same time, it's like I well, on Earth on that panel. Which panel? The Alan Tudyk one. Okay. I guess you're... Zinger, are you a closeted Alan Tudyk fan? We're just learning no, about No, I would just ask him a ton of questions about Firefly instead. So with that being said, so I only got an answer. Like, What's, what's going to be the release schedule for The Mandalorian? I told you weekly. There's no way they're going to release like the final episode the same week episode 9 comes out. Not gonna unless, unless they're connected. Unless I'm they're connected. No, it's bi-weekly. I'm telling you that it's not going to be monthly, Zach. Well, well, okay, maybe they'll do something like they did with the Tick. They'll release like the first like four episodes, then like wait like three months to do the other four. Oh yeah. That's uh, right. uh, that's, uh, I don't know. Well, okay, this is a question I have to ask you though. If okay, what are we talking about commercially or uh, another what? thing? We're talking about in a commercial sense, or no, no, no. no. This has to do with the, this. No, no, no. Okay, fine. We don't know when they're going to release it. They're going to release it somehow. They're not going to release it when they want to release it because it's Disney's own platform. Yeah, they can do whatever the hell they want. Exactly. Until they give us some information, there's no worth speculating on it. But this is my question. Like, like Zenger said, tying it to Episode Nine. This takes place five years after Jedi, and the rumor is that Episode Nine takes place about a year after the Last Jedi. So, with that being said. I would imagine the Mandalorian character isn't going to be supposed to be any more than like probably 25, 30 years old in his universe. Forget Pedro Pascal's real age. So it's all right. he, it's all right. he wears a mask. Okay, exactly. So who's to say that like we couldn't – I'm not saying this character is going to be a major character in episode nine. But who's to say that maybe something, something involving this ties <sighs> into episode nine? Like something uh, about ja- – something about – okay. Eric, just hear me out before before you interrupt me and tell me <laughs> something random about DC. But no. just hear me out. Who? Because the rumored plot of this is the job that Warner Herzog sends the Mandalorian on is to bring back a baby child, like, like a little baby. And obviously, the Mandalorian doesn't isn't going to do this because for some reason they're going to experiment on the child or for whatever reason. What? Who are we to say that maybe the the the, the, the final episode of the season involves something something the Mandalorian on Jakku? Like who? Maybe the Mandalorian's the one that sits there, drops her off on Jack. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm spitballing here. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not, I'm not saying I want this to happen, or even that there's even a snowball's chance on Mustafar it could happen. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, ba da ba ba da ba. But it's, I'm just saying though, like, who knows? Like, clearly they're still working on this show, and like, and clearly someone like John Favreau has the clout and pull for like, be like, oh JJ. Could we maybe collaborate on something like this and have something tie in? Not majorly. I'm not saying that Ray is the child of the Mandalorian. I'm just saying like maybe there could be some tie in there. So like when people go see episode nine in December, and then let's say the final episode of the Mandalorian comes out, like I don't know, like January 10th, people will be like, oh wow, look, it ties in that way. Again, not a major plot reveal, but just something small that people go, oh wow, look how like again, something like wow. that. Yeah, like Project Black Star, whatever that thing was. Yeah, something. Well, nah, I don't think. I think it'll be a little bit more hardwired than just like an offhand uh, reference. I, I don't. I don't know if I want that though. 
because then it knee, but then it kneecaps everything we like about the show. No, I don't think so. Why but, would why would it kneecap it? Because you know we like it. Uh, we like it. Uh, uh, you know, low kind of like more personal stuff, uh, lower stakes. Well, I don't. I can I don't think it's like oh the the, the child that he's protecting is Ray. I'm not. Yeah, saying I, that. I I know, but it's like. You, they probably could throw something in there at some point. That's what I mean. I'm just saying, like, it makes sense. Like, there, there's a reason why Disney's releasing all this stuff at the exact same time. Like, the whole point is that think about it. The Mandal uh, episode nine comes out, and people are going to be jazzed for Star Wars again. And what Disney is oh. hopeful is, is hoping that people will do is they come out of episode nine and they're like, "Oh man, I'm so excited! Like, I, I love Star Wars again, or I, I, oh. I'm hyped, and I want to." Yes, I know you keep, you keep qualifying that, but it's like, and they'd be like, oh, "Okay, for seventy bucks, I can get a full year of this, or even just for seven bucks, it's worth trying uh, for one I'm month." Getting mine for free. How are you getting yours for free? Because Ellie's already said she's going to have to get it. So I'm like, ah, I'm paying for it. Business expense. (laughs) That too. Because the girls are bugging her about it. I didn't say anything. Oh my gosh. They're like, both of them were like messaging her the other night. And it's like, we're like sitting like two rooms away from them. And they're like, hey, do you know it's only this much? Hey, do you know they're going to have this? Hey, do you know they're going to have that? And I'm like, "Ah, all mine. Gotta watch The Simpsons. This all the kids that want to do. Zach, uh, uh, Eric, what did Bob Iger say about The Simpsons on Disney Plus? I don't know. He probably said, "Oh, we we're so glad to have The Simpsons and their historic thirty-year uh, history <laughs> and this and that." He said they're going to have every episode of The Simpsons at launch. Oh yeah! Oh that's, my god! That's clearly a lie because the stupid producers of The Simpsons said they're taking Stark Raving Dad out of all like you can't yeah, get this episode on iTunes anymore. Re- oh, really? I haven't. Because I have the DVDs. So do I. But like you cannot you could it's not available on streaming anymore. I know. It's hopefully that's a lie. Bob Iger lied to us, folks. He Which told is, us we'd have every episode. The 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 way that controversy is going, they might re- they might put it back sooner than later. Uh I don't know. You know that's how Hollywood story. likes to grandstand. That's another story. Uh, you know, last was it, was it last month or the month before that? You know, they they changed. <laughs> there's always a new there's a new controversy of the week every yeah. single week. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, anything else about the Mandalorian? Let's see. Um, Eric, how can we tie this into the Green Lantern or Wonder Woman or some weird obscure uh, thing in the DC wait. comics? All right, how are we gonna how are we gonna tie this into uh, the Legion of Superheroes? Let's see. Exactly. How can, how does this tie in, Eric? You're, you're an why, expert. Why are you making Star this Wars DC? No, it's all right. You had a moment to just walk away, Zach. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't be right. I'm a glutton for punishment, especially no, when Eric's on. It's all right though. No, but seriously, Mandalorian. Uh, also, Carl Weathers, man. I, I love seeing that dude and things. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad he's in this. Uh, I don't. It's kind. It came. It kind of came out of the blue because it's like he doesn't do much nowadays, and it's like, oh, what? It's Star Wars? Hell yeah! Um, I just love him on Arrested Development. What do you say? More what? I said I love him when he's on Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Yeah. Last time I saw him was uh, Mortal Kombat X. I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, because Predator was in that game, he voiced a costume for uh, Jax. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, as Dylan, that was pretty cool. Um, no, but I'm I'm glad to see him. It's like I'm I'm kind of I remember like 
what is this? The reports were saying he was some sort of like more of a politician. I'm glad to see that he's more of a uh, you know get your uh, get my hands dirty uh, sort of crime boss sort of thing because that would have been kind of disappointing seeing him as a little you know slick senator or politician. You know what I'm saying? He could still be a politician technically. Well, well, I mean, he's, cle- he's he clearly has blood on his hands though, so. I'm excited for this thing, man. I can't. I can't really say too much negative. It's like there was some weird shots in in the teaser one. It's like where that guy's in the corridor with like that blaster, and you see like the red like light off the laser. That looked a little bit weird. It's like you could kind of see the budget in in some shots. The sh- in fact, it's the shots where you don't see like the gritty sort of like you know Star Wars props sort of things that you could kind of see as the TV show. Would you agree, Zach? No, I think this this looks pretty. Like I said, it, lo- no, it doesn't I, I, look. It doesn't. I don't see again. It looks very real, but I don't think it looks like um, they're cutting any corners. Yeah, I, I, maybe it's just me, or maybe it's. I don't. Th- I think also all the effects aren't in place. I think they're still refining a lot. Of yeah, it's which is weird because like, when, when did they when did they start this thing? Uh, well, the effects were two days it, ago. <laughs> well, they wrapped filming at the end of February. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Also, I bet the the schedule is probably a bit wacky, too, because some of these directors are kind of high-profile. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What else are they doing, though, right now? What is that? I asked that like I can't look it up. But what? What do you mean, who? ILM or... Directors are doing right now. They might just not be doing that much. You're telling me Bryce Dallas Howard isn't in high demand as a filmmaker? Yeah, Zinger? you've got to be kidding me, Zinger. Everybody wants that, wants that sweet, sweet Bryce Dallas Howard directorial action. Yes. I mean, they can't get raw. The next person they go to is like, get me Bryce. Yes. Get her here now. You think Bryce is going to play a character? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It depends if she wants to. Is, 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 is What's her name from Clone Wars still around? Bo-Katan? Soka? Yeah. No, the, the redhead one on Mandalore. Bo Katan. Yeah, is she still around? Well, if they, I uh, Clone War Saved is going to tell us whether that she's well, she's she's in Clone War Saved, but she's I don't know if she makes it past that. Interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, she is because Rebels. Yeah, she's in Rebels. Yeah. So what what are the chances? I don't know. Interesting. Well, okay. Did, didn't they say more Mandalorians are going to be in this besides uh, Pedro? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess okay. This is I have, I have okay. Zenger, do you have anything? Any final thoughts on this? Because I have two more questions to ask you too. Yeah, I, I keep going. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying these conversations. Uh, Bryce uh, Dallas Howard currently is in post production on Rocket Man and is announced to be in Jurassic World Three. Hey, Jurassic World Three, hi. So yeah, mad, she's not up to too much. The Mad Man, Colin Madman Trevorrow, uh, yeah. Oh, what a what a guy, man! What a What's guy. Tycho up to? Uh, not directing. Akira. Akira. Oh, God, he, no, there's no way. Oh my that. God, there's, no! There's, there's no way no he'll do way. that. It'll probably happen. The, it will happen when Netflix gets the rights to it, because they always do everything with anime. Like they're doing. Okay, like Zanger, do you have any thoughts? Okay, Zanger, do you have any final thoughts on this? I'm excited for it. I'm I'm actually very 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 excited for this. It looks interesting. It's it's what I want in the sense of um, how I've always been. Like I want a Star Wars movie. I mean, Star Wars, sorry, Star Wars content that's outside of the Skywalkers, and that's interesting. It's nice that, like, there's just, again, like, Star Wars, what are these days, the fandom, it's nice to have something we can all agree on and all enjoy, sort of. It's just nice to have. 
Well, it, I think you're onto something there, Eric, because this feels like Rogue One again. Like, it has that Rogue One vibe. Like, it's something we've never seen before. So, so they're going to take it and reshoot everything? Oh, wow. no. Damn. We said too much. Well, that being said, though, okay, these are my two final questions, and we'll wrap this up. Is that, do you guys find it interesting that it's called just the Mandalorian and not Star Wars colon the Mandarin? Uh, the Mandalorian. The Mandarin? <laughs> yes, finally. This is the you real get, Mandarin. You get, uh, I'm the Mandarin. Marvel, we we broke Zach Zanger. We did it. No, now talks in Marvel DC. Um, no, but do you think it's interesting that they're not giving it? To, they're not giving it the Star Wars branding. Uh, I don't. I don't really think it. I, they're I getting tired of having to write all that out yeah. all the time. Yeah. But considering this is the same Walt Disney Company, where you have Star Wars colon Galaxy's Edge colon. Uh, Millennium Falcon ride colon Smuggler's ride colon the ride. I mean, listen, you could be that, or you could be Hagrid's mystical uh, creatures journey and the uh, uh, Universal Islands of Adventure, the Wizarding World, this that J.K. Rowling, uh, uh, toilet poopy but, something. But, but that's what I mean, though. In a world where we have to put so much branding before the title is something, I find it so weird they're not doing that. Because you know, you, you know what it also is, Zach. Probably Mandalorians. You know, they're they're pretty well known. No, they're not. You go around. Okay, Zach. Okay, to okay. us. Okay, Eric. You go on the street corner and ask random people that aren't diehard Star Wars fan what the hell a Mandalorian is, and I want to see how many of them tell you. Now, what? mind you, I wanted I want you to do it, Harrison Ford style. But you He's grab them, them, shake them. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what the Mandalorians are? Oh, get off me. <laughs> uh i don't know uh, it's a good que- it's a good question though but um i don't know May- maybe it's because they kind of don't want it to be a st- you know the star wars but they kind of don't want to lean on it in a crutch like maybe they actually think it might have wings on its own in this sort of weird way kind of you know well, what i'm saying well no I, yeah i could see that but i think it's interesting though that like everything they do now is so yeah, tied sure, to branding course. That the fact that they're not doing with this is so peculiar. It just stick. It sticks out for that reason. It subverted your expectations, you could say. Damn straight. Where's it's Ryan Johnson's credit on this? <laughs> One man subversion is another man disenfranchised. <laughs> Perfect. Gotcha. All right. And question number two: um, Do we think we'll get some level of Boba Fett cameo in this, or no. will he, or, uh, or wait, wait, or will he be the? the carnage to the venom of this where he'll show up at the very end and he'll be the tease for the second mm-hmm. season I'd, uh, I'd rather not I, uh, I think they should I, steer away from him I think I think I think he should be his own thing to be honest let him have uh, his own adventures let him let him cross over with other side characters let, let him meet Carl Weathers and stuff like that <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, it's been think about it. they've owned Disney has owned Star Wars yeah, now for almost it, seven years. It has not shown button? up in anything. When are they gonna push the button? It's a matter of time. Like you know, like that like it's he's sitting there waiting to show all, up at something like that. All this. them solo rumors. You think you think he was in solo at some point? I think yeah, I think so. No, he was. Also, I you remember when Fab was in solo. Remember when like Favreau was rumored for like a Boba Fett movie or solo? Remember that? No. Yeah, he was. Let me let me see. Eric, you don't you don't remember being in the movie? Oh wait, that's right. You haven't seen the movie, so you don't know. <laughs> Got him. Nah, I would have known. I would have known. Um, yeah, I remember John. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Why I was happy to see him attached to the Mandalorian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ha, ha, uh, Han Solo, Boba Fett rumor, June second, twenty fifteen. Uh, Favreau and Matthew Vaughn circling. 
Well, yeah, making that, and they also said that what's his name, the guy who did, um, oh god, uh, James Mangold was going to make the, the the Boba Fett movie like nope. the night, like the, the premiere night. Yeah, of Solo, yeah. yeah. And then by the so end of that weird. weekend, it got canceled. Uh, I would have liked to see that movie, to be honest. So would I, but like we're never going to get that now because Solo bombed. Yeah, yeah. that would have been something. Um, I wonder if like. Or what was or was that just like kind of like a fake headline sort of thing? No, that was a, I think that was like I think it was like the Hollywood no, yeah, Reporter you know, Variety. Like, no, but it's like people will say this, but it's like a smoke screen. Like remember when jo- remember when Joss Whedon was getting all that crap and like uh, all that crap about his like ex or whatever, and then Warner Brothers kind of played like smoke screen, so then they announced like three Joker movies in a weekend, and only one of them is actually <laughs> happening. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes they kind well, of. I- I don't Sometimes know. they kind of throw like a dummy story in there to like get people off the track. You know what I'm well, saying? I don't know, but like that's well, maybe because like maybe I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I get your point. But it's the idea of like, oh, like that Boba Fett. It's, apparently, it was it was uh, what's his name, Josh Trank, who was attached yeah, to the Boba Fett film. Wait, the Josh Trank? Yep. Yes. Yes. Fant four stick Josh Trank. Yeah, and, and, pa- and apparently they actually shot something or had like much like they did for Rogue yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was in like a parking lot. Yeah, and then John Favreau <laughs> got like the flu or, or something, and he's like, they claimed oh. he, he claimed he, they claimed he was sick, and then like they fired him like like three hours yeah, later. Yeah. I was. I wonder if like they literally had like the reel ready to go to show it. Something they did. They did. It was. They had both of them prepared. The, the story is they had because the name of that panel was like the future, future filmmakers. Star. Yep. Yeah, future filmmakers, and they had the Gareth Edwards. He was Gareth Edwards was there, and everyone was like, "Oh, like nobody," because nobody had seen Josh Trank like fly into Anaheim, and so they're like, "Wait, is he not going to be there?" And that and that was kind of the big question: Are they going to are they going to still show the footage and just like have like, like a like a pre tape thing? Like, hey guys, sorry yeah, I couldn't I'm make sorry, it. I can't be here. I'm sick. Yeah, um, and that and that's and that's what it is. So it was like everyone was figuring, oh, are they going to show the footage? And no, and apparently that exists. That's sitting in a drawer somewhere at Lucasfilm. Interesting. Um, speaking of sitting in a drawer, you know what uh, else is sitting in a drawer at Lucasfilm? Star Wars detours. God dang it! Give me it. Give it to me. Zachary, you know what's also sitting in a drawer at Lucasfilm? What? The Star Wars holiday special. I could probably see them dumping detours on Disney Plus. I guess that's what I, I wonder. I wonder I, if they I, would. I, I and celebrate. What, also, is 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 uh, clone the Clone Wars two thousand three going to be on Disney Plus? Uh, maybe I don't think so. I hope. Come on, man. why? It's on YouTube in HD. But they, four, but they, four, they, but four K though. They okay, so they're not going to remaster it in four K. Uh, they're not going to dump the money on that. It would be it would be cool though. It would, um, but it's not going to happen. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of like drawers of Lucasfilm, can we uh? Star Wars Underworld. How how you think you think this is kind of uh, how much you think this owes to that? A lot. Yeah, I say lot. so too. An insane amount. And, uh, an amount they'll never um, admit. I'm surprised no one asked that question. That celebration, like all the Twitter questions came up. In fact, like <laughs> I know I know the dude. Did you see on the screen that came? Oh, uh, John. Did you ever get to wear Dave's hat? Yeah, I, I, know, I, I know. That. I know the. Uh, was it uh, Vox Willingham or whatever? I know that dude. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He does like some Star Wars parody site faking Star Wars instead of making Star Wars. Um, yeah. So it was weird to see him. Even though they didn't answer that question, it, no, was just, didn't. it just showed up on the feed. It's like, oh, I know that. I know that dude. Um, that was weird. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised no one asked that question, though. 
they, they kind of didn't ask it. Like, they didn't really cover any sort yeah. of like, questions like that. They're like, we can't, like, basically every panel at Celebration was like, oh, we can't yeah. talk about that. We it's, can't it's talk like, about it's that. Like, it's like Marvel at Comic-Con. Like, they don't answer, like, Marvel at Hall H, they don't answer questions anymore, man. Yeah. Like, remember when they actually, remember when, like, people at Hall H yeah. actually used to answer questions? Yeah, like, what was it, like, back in, like, 2006, like, Kevin Feige's like, oh, we might do the event. Like, somebody asked, like, oh, like, where do you see, like, Iron Man going from, like, the film? He's like, well, if you, like, like if everything goes yeah, according to plan, we might get an the, Avengers if, film someday. Yeah, if you put the dots together. Yeah, uh, like, they, like you said, they don't, like, nobody does that anymore. Nope. Everything now has to be so secretive for some reason. I know. Mm, thanks, JJ. Um, <laughs> Mystery box. Mystery box. <laughs> Mystery box. Um, Wait, do I ever come up to be with honest, an impression for JJ or not? So to be, I will give JJ this though. Um, that reveal was kind of subverting expectations when it came to JJ that they revealed uh, Palpy. Well, okay. The thing that I've heard about Palpy is that like Lucasfilm marketing. No, no, no. I think no. I think JJ had a lot of control over that. I think JJ. I think JJ has a lot of control over the marketing. Or he, well, of he, course he does. He exceeds. No, but I'm trying to say that I, I think he exceeds much more control over that than someone like Ryan Johnson even wants to. Like, I don't think Ryan Johnson cares about the marketing in any really like direct sense. But from what I've been able to read and, and surmise based on the Palpatine laugh, two things. One, they want people to be adjusted to that idea. They don't want yeah, they people to be. Bl- yeah, they don't want people to be blindsided by which, that. Which, and then. Which, t- Two, they say that the reason why two is if you go back to the very first um, uh, Force Awakens trailer, everybody forgets at the very end, under the much like this trailer, you hear the lightsaber, the the Anakin Luke Skywalker lightsaber ignite. And if you go back to your news stories of that time period, JJ said, "Pay close attention once the screen goes black, because you can hear the lightsaber ignite." And if you remember, I think JJ is doing a very similar thing here where it's supposed to be, it's not like a major thing. Like, I think people are starting to overinflate Palpatine's importance in this movie. I, I like him a lot. So I hope he's in this movie like a, a good amount. I think he's going to be in it, but I don't think he's going to be like, I think he's going to be used the same amount in this movie as Snoke was used in The Last Jedi. Oh, no. I don't think they're going to cut him in half. I'm just no, saying like, I think the even... amount of screen time. Oh, I don't know about that, Boo. man. Well, think about Return of the Jedi. The Emperor uh, can, can, is very can he, Return of the Jedi. Can he Jedi. have like a, as much screen time as like a secondary Marvel villain? I'd take that. That's the same amount of time. No, 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 no. They'd, they'd have at least three scenes. Well, I think, okay, count how many... Okay, I want someone to do this. Go watch Return of the Jedi, and I'm willing to oh, bet you... movies? Okay. No, don't do that. You'll die. You'll want to kill the yourself Emperor's again. Emperor's screen time? Count how many minutes and seconds the Emperor's in Return of the Jedi. I don't know what it is. And then count how much time Snoke is in The Last Jedi. And I'm willing to bet you they probably are within probably a minute of man, each other. They get, I don't know, man. Well, then I, hopefully Ian can make it work, though, because in, I guess in Return of the Jedi, I made every second count then, man. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see him like in some capacity though. Um, well, he's going to be there obviously. Yeah, so, I know. Like that's not an issue. Just how much of it, like how much, oh God, uh, how much is he going to be tied into the plot? And if I, so, how much screen time is he going to get because of it? It's like, listen though, I kind of like how it's like he is now kind of is the main villain of this entire saga i kind of it makes perfect that. Like that okay that's okay i don't want to get too far into this yeah i know i'm gonna delve I'm into this looking back to see sequel trilogy stuff but it's like I'm, while i'm here we might as well of course of course eric while you're here we have to we, gotta, we have to we, break, indulge, we, we have to eat into all yeah. these episodes that we have planned further down the line you gotta kneecap it man 
No, I, no, I'm just going to say this and I'll elaborate in, the, in a future episode is that I think making I, I think everybody on this podcast has heard me rant and rave about the fact that I want new stuff in these movies. Real yeah, if you it, no, no, not hey, that type. No, Zach, not that type. What? Five minutes, 30 seconds. And we're OK. Jedi uh, or Last Jedi? Snoke. OK. Snoke, last Jedi. OK. No, I'm, working on, I'm working on it. Working on it. Leave me alone for a little bit. Okay, we'll come back to you. Um, no, I, I think um, like when I complain about wanting new things in Star Wars, yeah, at the same time, it, this whole Emperor thing was kind of sitting in plain sight. Because think about it, if this is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga, why are you going to introduce a new villain? It doesn't make any sense. It yeah. actually, in, in, in a screenwriting sense, it makes perfect logical sense that you would make it the Emperor. It does. It, it makes perfect sense. Like, oh, the Emperor's been behind all the events of the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy. Why wouldn't he? Be? Think about it. His actions cause a lot of what happens. Oh, man, trilogy. I found a perfect site that has this. Sweet. I, I'm trying to think of, like, another example in media where this would be a thing. I don't think there is another example because there's nothing, there's nothing else like Star Wars. Star Wars, I know. Oh, boy. You ready what? for this? What? Take a guess. Just let Eric guess. I'll let Eric guess for me. Ten-ish? Mm-mm. Eight, seven. Six minutes and six, 66 seconds. Six minutes and 15 seconds, according to this. Wow. The same amount of time as Jabba the Hutt. Wow. And how much time was Snoke in, in, in Last Jedi? Five thirty. I told oh. you. It's in like a minute. They're, they're basically... Now, I don't know how they're... I, like I said, I don't know what this is going off of, but... I told Since you. Since Boba Fett's in there for one minute, which I'm like, that's probably true. Yeah, that's, that that sounds like a lot more than he actually is in the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I get. Lando's apparently only in the movie for five minutes. Maybe, maybe low, maybe Logan, kind of because of uh, Weapon X, kind of. That's an yeah. example. Yeah, well, I don't know. Actually, we also don't know what JJ's doing yet. So until uh, in, it, until it, we see oh, this film, hold on. According oh, to this site. Supreme Leader Stokes only on screen for four minutes and forty five seconds. Wait, it's like on screen, and then there's you know also like ADR in, in there. And I don't, like I said, I don't know what this is going off of. I'm yeah. just telling, telling me. But it, another thing, it's through IMDb, Zach. Time you think this was what? actually? You think this was actually planned about uh, Emperor, or is this kind yes. of? Yes, yes, yes. How? Like I said last. How okay? I don't want to get too far into it. Plus, I think I already went into this last week. If you look at the look at Kylo Ren in Episode okay, Seven and Eight, <laughs> look at his what he does in these two movies. He he is clearly aware of something that none of the other characters are. And considering that JJ is one of these filmmakers that would love it for us to go back and re-examine these movies and look at them in a completely different light based yeah, on what yeah. happened tonight. Because if you because okay, you, know, you ask a question, I'm going to answer it. Yeah, yeah. Like you look at what happened. You look at like the the scene in the Force Awakens. I'll finish what you started. Everybody looked at that scene and goes, "Oh, look at how stupid he is!" Doesn't he realize that Anakin turned to the light side of the Force? And it's no. Kylo Ren knows. He know what do you think? He doesn't know all this. He knows that his whole point of Anakin was to wipe out both the Sith and the Jedi to bring. I'm sorry, yeah, to bring balance to the Force. And that's what Kylo Ren did. Luke starts another Jedi temple, and Kylo Ren wiped it out again. It's to balance the Force. And that's what it is. So these think about it. So if if Kylo Ren somehow knows that Emperor Palpatine, I don't know, because I think JJ said the or I think it's Ian McDermott said, like Palpatine is dead by the beginning of episode nine. 
So it's like, oh, maybe maybe Kylo Ren knows something because he is a Skywalker and has a profound uh, or a special connection to the Force. Maybe he's privy to some information because that's why he even says in the Last Jedi, the whole thing like when like uh, uh, the the supremacy is firing all the Resistance transports, and he turns around to Rey when she's like, "Tell them to stop." He goes like, "Enough Jedi, enough Sith, no more rebellion, no more Empire. I'm going to put an end to all of it." I think he's aware of all this, and he's trying to stop it in some way. Uh, it's but then it's like he he kind of like falls back on that very hardly, very hard, and like um. The end of Last Jedi, though, it's like he really no, gets... he's c- no, because he's trying to put an end to all this. But but I pick the junk out of the sky. Well, that's why I mean, though, is that he, but he's he's trying to. But like, clearly... it seems like it seems like he's being very on the dark side at that but point. He's, though, okay, but okay, but he's an ant. No, well, no, I, I still think he's wrong. Like he's murdered people. Like, yeah, no, yeah, not, no. He's he's an anti-hero. He's not. He's not a good guy by any means, but at the same time, though, he's not an out-and-out villain. He's not the big bad of the saga. I guess, but he seemed very, like, cartoony in that in that sense. Well, okay, uh, but I'm not saying literally every single sequence with him in this movie and every shot is tied into the Emperor. I'm not saying that. No, I still I'm, think that he's a whiny man-babe. He's supposed know, to be, like, but it, temperamental. But it's, you know, but it's like you, you try to picture him as like sort of a guy in the middle. But I after after but like, he's like they, Anakin, they had, he's like Anakin in the prequels. But they he's had a whiny their, guy in the middle. He's it. I don't it's like I think they had their chance to do it in the middle. Like at that scene, like, you know, you know, come on, Ray, we'll do it together. But then she says no. And he's like, OK, I guess. And then I guess I'm the <laughs> I guess I'm the supreme leader now. And then I, I guess I'm I'm very angry and I, I want to blow up the falcon and stuff but I, th- but I think it's very similar to what and happened. i'm hux yeah hux the greatest character in star wars history um i but i think the whole okay i don't want to get too far into this yeah i'm at discussion for this but i think the whole idea is is that much like what happened to luke skywalker and anakin it's the idea that the skywalker lineage has this like huge like burden placed upon them every single time and they don't and it's the idea of like people having to grapple with that. Like where Anakin was kind of told, I am the chosen one. And he had to deal with that his entire life. And then Luke basically is told for how many years you're going to bring balance to the force. And that's what kind of happens with, again, he becomes disillusioned. Like his entire life is built around rebuilding the Jedi. He attempts to do so. And it's destroyed so easily because of, of a, one mistake he made. Think about it. He makes one mistake and everything. His entire life has been built around is destroyed in a moment. Yeah, yeah. And I think again, everybody forget, everybody loses sight of this because they don't get what they want with Luke Skywalker. It's and not that's, even that. For me, well, at least. Well, it's many things. Like I said, like I'm not telling anybody they have to like the Last Jedi. I know, it's just I the know. idea that you have to appreciate what it is they're going for. Yeah, it's um, it's, a, it's a movie. Yeah. Jack's telling me to not like the Last Jedi again. Ooh, me? <laughs> just, I'm I'm just being no. stupid. Yes, yeah, Zang- Zanger's good at that. Um, Last Jedi is an art film. Yes. Uh, was I going to say something about it? No. I was going to. It's like, you know, Zach, it's like you're saying, oh, this is not the place of discussion. I think we need to rebrand these episodes like Eric Variety, like time or something, because in the end, we try to like do one thing. And in the end, we just we just end up me giving my thoughts and opinions on a variety of things. You know what I'm saying? That's fine, Eric. You know what? When you're on, I pretty much figure it's it's Eric's podcast. It's not Zach's podcast anymore. I don't mean it to be like that, though. But despite the fact that every time you're on, we do this. I mean, it's fun. 
I have um, no problem with it. I'm just saying that, like, again, like Zenger said, like, we have a lot of time to kind of dissect this. Yeah, and yeah. Out our you're, opinions. You're, I don't want to rush yeah, out of date with a lot of stuff. You're gonna be, you're gonna be at that rate. You're gonna be like dry of content by like August. <laughs> no, I, I'm afraid. What's gonna happen when they start? Like, they don't make another Star Wars movie until 2023. What Zenger? What are we gonna do for like three <laughs> yeah, years? That's when we talk about Mar- Marvel DC. Sarah, what are we gonna do if they don't make another Star Wars movie for like There's three years? There's gonna be stuff coming out. Yeah, it's gonna I be mean, on Disney Plus, man. Right? I know, but we can't talk about the Mandalorian for like six months. No, no, no. Straight. You have Mandalorian. You have you have Aunt Cassie, and you have uh, that doesn't come out until this like November, like November of 2020. Eh, it's all right, but then you have Mandalorian and Clone Wars saved to talk about until then. Yeah, but that's but that's like and, and, okay. And then you have Kenobi, and then you have no. Uh, that we're not getting. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. We'll see, Zach. We'll see. Zach. We'll see okay. What, over. Over. Under on us getting Kenobi. I've heard from the grapevine. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Lucas uh, is here. What? <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who picked up on that. Yeah, I was about to say that. That that is 100 percent my Lucas voice. Eric does a really great low key Lucas impersonation. <laughs> it's, it's just I don't know. It's just me. Like low key. I heard it through the grapevine. I, I I heard from the grapevine that uh, Jar Jar might be back. The Goongas, he's going to take out his little laser sword and go to town. <laughs> Perfect. Singer, do your do your Lucas voice again, Eric. And, and you know what, I'm, I just, Eric, you're going to make you're going to pay for what you've done to me so far. Lucas I, off. I want you to argue with Zanger in his Lucas. I want two <laughs> Lucas to argue. With all right, all right, all right, all right. Pick a to- Okay, I'm going to pick a topic. Um, what's a controversial Lucas talk? Topic that he always um. I want see, you to argue. See, wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. No, no, I got this. No, no, no. Wait, no, no. You guys have to ad lib. I'm the one. I, I'm the puppet master here. I want you to each argue. Well, I'm at the whether, whether they I be, want my food. I want it now. No. How many episodes are there supposed to be in the Star Wars saga? Nine or twelve? Go. Well, well obviously, popular myth is pointing towards that. That I originally. Only intended not, for their... That, Zenger, you, Zenger, you gotta do a hushed, more. You do a more hushed voice. It's not. What are you doing there? I, I don't. I don't get it. I, 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 I'd like to agree, but disagree with myself on this one. Uh, that obviously we should have. Um, that I, I originally intended for there to be twenty-four films in this, and and they were going to follow a series of superheroes, all Gungans. You, you you see, uh, you know, you have an idea, but then that, that idea kind of changes. You know, is changes with the times. You you might you might have you know sort of a film there, but with the with the uh, upgrade of technology, you might you might turn that into television, and then and then video game, and then uh, cassette tape, and then uh, <laughs> you know cassette tape and then you know films it's like we, we have the main saga but you know there's other things we can talk about there's other things we could talk about as in you know uh you know the life of you know like chance for Valorum and uh and the uh in the uh geologic uh, evolution of uh dagobah well i i i just feel like 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 with, with that many movies we could we could just just print money with toys just print Star Wars money so kids can play with Star Wars money instead, like have Imperial credits. Like, like, that, like, like a Monopoly? No, no, no. Like, I make movies that are a Monopoly. No, you, you, no, you, you talk about kids playing with money, so then I think of a mon- Monopoly? Uh, I, I mean, 
I, I guess we we could do that, but I I just I just worry that the gun games if, if, if we do if, aren't going to get if, if we do that, we could do one for each uh, trilogy. Yeah, I think I think that'd be a very smart idea. Well, I mean, how many trilogies can you really get out of twenty four films? I mean, well, you, you got to do the map, but clearly, I don't have the time or the patience to do the map. Therefore, I will have Rick McCollum do the map for me. All right, time. That's enough. I can't go any longer. All right, Zenger. I, I just you know want what? to say that 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 this good court dinner that we have had has been pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I okay, my tray. All right. <laughs> I just turned oh. to an old man at the end. I lost on that note. All right, Zenger. I have to give you. I have to give you. You know what? Eric might come back on as a regular as the Lucas impersonator because he that was that was a pretty great Lucas. Me? You you really think so? <laughs> that's really good. Like that's like Eric. It, it might is. Have, it is. That's a really good Lucas impersonation. <laughs> Mine's more manic. Oh, okay. Thank, thank you, Mark. Well, I'll, I'll have to. I'll, I'll have to keep that in mind as as I make my uh, twelve film trilogy. Well, Zanger, your problem is that I think you're still recovering from the April Fool's Day episode because yours, yours isn't as. Usually, you do a much more hushed version. You're just kind of talking in a little bit more of a lower register than you or you normally do. A little bit like a like a more like usually it's, it's, it's much it's, more hushed. It's it's all right. We 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 can we can edit it in post. We can fix it in post. All right. Um. On that note, nothing in this movie is going to be real. No, no real sets. No practical effects. We, we've never be. been here before. Never ever. It's it's nothing's real. Not it's, even it's, what I'm sitting on right now. It's like we've never been here before. We're never going to go anywhere. No. Every shot is so dense. No, that was Rick. I know. That's why I can't do. I'm not going to do a third Lucas. I can't do a Lucas. Never mind. I can't do. A, I'm not going to do a third Lucas. Yeah. We we always turn the nights of Lucas podcast. <laughs> we hope. Uh, you know. You know. You, you you just do what you can. Okay. All right. So concludes this weird episode of the Knights of Vader a Star Wars podcast. Check out the Facebook group. Type in Knights of Vader in the Facebook, and we will be there waiting for you. Find us on Instagram at KOV Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcaster you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to An Superiority Complex for providing our theme song. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinemodies. And you can find me on the Cinemodies podcast, where this week we'll be talking about the 2013 film Spring Breakers, directed by Harmony Corinne and featuring Selena Gomez, Ashley Benson, Vanessa Hudgens, and a director's wife whose name nobody remembers. Right, for the most important person. Oh, and James Franco playing possibly the greatest character of all time. You're welcome. Thank you, Zenger. <laughs> and with that being said, Zenger, where can people find you? Well, and I'm not blowing up my vocal cords on this show. I'm yelling about comic book stuff over on Zingness. And um, I am, I don't think I mentioned it, I am three movies away from being done with the Marvel Cinematic Universe as my lead up to, as my end game to end game. What did it cost, Zenger? What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> my sanity. <laughs> And Eric, where can people find you when you're not impersonating the maker? Oh, okay, okay. You can uh, you can find me at uh, at the man of salt on twitter.com. There's no there's no underscores or anything. It's just the man of salt on uh, on twitter.com. Uh, you know you know. Also, I I guess I do a podcast sometimes on Twitch, but you could probably find that because I'll just be saying it on Twitter anyway. No, it's you know it's at man of salt on Twitch, not the man of salt. Just at man of salt on Twitch, so you could find it there kind of easily, I suppose. Yeah, but you know, I'm 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 out here uh, enjoying enjoying the internet, I guess. 
that's you know, I, 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 you know I, I, I just have fun on the internet, okay? You know, you know, I, I, I after after uh, after everyone, uh, you know, they kind of turned on me. You know, you know, I went under their shell name, and uh, you know, I think I'm having fun now. Okay, now you're starting to lose it. Now, now it's not as good. I feel like we do this too long. It's kind of like staring at the sun. We start to go blind after. I mean, listen. I mean, listen. How long did Zanger go as Alex? Uh, Too long. No, there's no Zanger is not Alex Star Jones. What do you mean? Mr. Jones is currently locked in his cage right now. Maybe next year we have George meets Alex. (laughs) All right, everybody. Good night, but not goodbye. Bye. Bye.